today we're going to be in Genesis chapter 20, talking about Abraham, his wife, and a common trend with Abraham on the Christian Boy Podcast. Our memory verse for the week comes from Proverbs chapter 10, verse 16. It says, The labor of the righteous leads to life. The activity of the wicked leads to sin. So pay attention on the work that you're doing. Are you doing labors of righteousness? Are you doing activity of sinfulness? All right, guys, it's another Friday. And today we're going to be talking about Genesis chapter 20. Now, it's only a, it's only a, it's a very short chapter. It's only 18 verses in total. But there's a lot that's going to go on in this chapter, which is very interesting. So I hope you're ready. So buckle your seatbelts for that. Also, it only takes up one little column of my Bible here. So it's not that long of a chapter. But what transpires is very interesting. We're actually going to see a few things that happen in this chapter. And you can tell me if you agree with me or disagree. Because honestly, it's great to have different opinions about the Bible and different things that people think about different passages, but I don't think you will disagree with me entirely, but let's see how this goes. All right, so let's just get right into it. I'm reading from the HCSB version today. Uh, Here we go. It says, from there, Abraham traveled to the region of Negev and settled between Kadesh and Shur. While he lived in Gerar, Abraham said to his wife, Sarah, she is my sister. So Abimelech, king of Gerar, had Sarah brought to him. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, You are about to die because of the woman you have taken, for she is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not approached her, so he had he said to so he said, Lord, would you destroy a nation even though it is innocent? Didn't he himself say to me she is my sister? And she herself said he is my brother I did this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this with a clear conscience. I have also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I do not let, I have not let you touch her. Now, return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not return her, know that you will certainly die, you and all who are yours. Early in the morning, Abimelech got up, called all his servants together, and personally told them all these things, and the men were terrified. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said to him, What have I, what have you done to us? How did I sin against you that you have brought such an enormous guilt on me and on my kingdom? You have done things to me that should never be done, Abimelech said, also said to Abraham, What do you intend What did you intend when you did this thing? Abraham replied, I thought there is absolutely no fear of God in this place. They will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she is really my sister, the daughter of my father, though not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. So when God had me, when God had me wander from my father's house, I said to her, show your loyalty to me wherever we go and say about me, he is my brother. Then Abimelech took sheep and cattle and male and female 
slaves, gave them to Abraham, and returned his wife, Sarah, to him. Abimelech said, Look, my lord, look, my land is before you. Settle wherever you want. And he said to Sarah, Look, I am giving your brother a thousand pieces of silver. It is a verification of your honor to all who are with you. You are fully vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female slaves so that he could bear children. For the Lord had completely closed all the wounds of Abimelech's household on account of Sarah, Abraham's wife. So let me get this first thing out the way. This is the second time we see an instance of this happening almost completely the same. So we obviously, Sarah is not a ugly woman or a woman that's unattractive to these men. So Sarah is actually a beautiful woman. She's probably virtuous also because uh, everybody's attracted to her and they want her to be his, their wife. Secondly, we see Abraham, Abraham's fear overcoming his trust in God. We saw this last chapter with Lot being afraid to live in a town that he had made a deal that would not be destroyed. He still lived in the mountains. Now we see this with Abraham Listening to what God said, God said that he would uh, be able to go to any, uh, God would, God sent him to the place that he's at, but he's, uh, he's telling Sarah, just in case they want to kill me, uh, make sure you tell them that I'm your brother and that's about it. Don't tell them that we're married because I'm afraid of, of what they might do to me instead of remembering that God sent him out there. And if God sends you somewhere that he will protect you, he, he made up his own plan to be protected at all times. That's the first thing I found interesting in this. Secondly, we see a little bit more of Sarah's origins. So Sarah is uh, Abraham's half-sister. Now, of course, to us, that looks weird because we have a different familial dynamic than they did back in the day. And now we see that uh, Abraham's wife was actually his half-sister. Um, that, that does look weird to us considering how we live our lives and uh, how, we, how our society views things. But this was normal back in those days. That's what I wanted to also say so that we can make sure that that was out there and you know that. So now, the question is, why did God punish Abimelech even though he didn't do anything yet? The main reason is because God gave him a blessing. God gave Abraham a blessing when they first got together. Hold on, let me try and find it. Yes, God made sure Abraham was blessed. Abram is blessed by God, the most high creator of heaven and earth. And I give praise to the God. Well, this is Abimelech's blessing to him, of course. Hold on. Let me find the right one. Let me find the right one. God gave Abraham a covenant. A covenant in chapter 15. That's where it is. Uh, at the beginning, he said, After these events, the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward will be very great. That's interesting that we see that. God already told him that he would protect him and that he was his shield. Back in chapter 15. So why would Abraham do what he's doing in chapter 25 chapters later after a few things have happened? Including, this is after Abram rescued Lot in chapter 14 from uh, the kings that were having war too. So this is it's all interesting here. But let's continue with this blessing from chapter 15. I know we've been through it, but let me read it to you so that you can understand. He said, but Abram said, Lord, what can you give me since I am childless and the heir of my House is Eliezer of Damascus. Abraham continued, Look, you have given me no offspring, so a slave born in my house will be my heir. Now the word of the Lord came to him, This will not be your heir. Instead, the one who comes from your own body will be your heir. He took me, he took him outside and said, 
and said, look at the sky and at the, and count the stars. If you are able to count them, then, then he said to him, your offspring will be that numerous. Abraham believed the Lord and he credited him to this righteousness. He said also to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, Lord, how can I know I will possess it? He said to him, bring me a three-year-old cow, a three-year-old female goat, and a three-year-old ram, and turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So he brought these to him, split them in the middle. And then he goes, okay, and I'm not going to read the whole chapter. We've read this before, though. And as you can see, God made a covenant. And at the beginning of the covenant, he says, do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward will be great. And then we see Abram in this in chapter 20 being afraid and telling them that he is that she is the sister because he was afraid that he might be killed. Let's look at it again. Yeah. Um, it says, For they traveled there, they settled between Gerar. Abraham said about his wife Sarah, She is my sister. So Abimelech, king of Gerar, took took Sarah and brought got her brought to him. So that is crazy. Abraham, I there unless you think there was another reason that he did this, let me know. But I believe he says it in chapter he says it. He says I there was he thought that there was absolutely no fear of God in this place. They would kill me because of my wife. So he was afraid that he would be killed. That's the interesting thing. We oftentimes and we see it with biblical characters too. Biblical figures, I'm sorry. We've seen it with biblical figures also that sometimes we forget the promises that God have given to us. Abraham is a I, I let's 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 just consider Sarah's beautiful. Sarah's his wife. And he goes to he goes to uh Gerar as he is in. Abimelech sees him and he's like, Who who's that? Abraham's wife. Okay, bet. Abimelech is not gonna is not an evil king. He's not gonna be like, you know what? Kill Abraham and give me his wife. Because of the blessing that God put on Abraham, he should have recognized that he was not going to die before his time, that he was not going to die before the blessing was fulfilled, and that he was not going to die because Christ, I'm sorry, because God already said that he was his shield. So, and then he, I, I don't like how he said, besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father and not the daughter of my mother. So I wasn't technically lying, even though he did negate the truth. And oftentimes we lie by omitting the truth. By not telling things, by concealing things. Like if if uh, I broke a glass in the kitchen and my mom says, did you break the glass? Yes. How did it break? Oh, it fell. Instead, I, did, I didn't tell her that I was juggling the, uh, the glass in the kitchen. Because sometimes by omitting the truth, we avoid extra trouble that we could get into. And he omitted the truth by not saying that that was his wife. And the other part I saw that was interesting is that God gave Abimelech a curse, even though he didn't do anything yet. And since God is righteous, he told Abimelech that he was in danger of being killed because of this. And then the other interesting thing is the curse was so bad that Abimelech was about to die and none of his offspring were going to be born. He wasn't going to have any children, so no one was going to carry on the legacy Abimelech started. And there was going to be a new dynasty started in that kingdom of Gerar. So yeah. Let us off. Let us be ready to hear the voice of God when God is trying to warn us 
when we are about to commit sin. That's the first thing I got to say. Secondly, let us not be afraid of what man can do to us. Because should we be afraid of man who can kill the body or of God who can kill both soul and body? Also, another thing. That's the second thing, not to be afraid of man. Also, the third thing, let us not omit the truth. Let us be truthful in all things. Let us not be afraid to tell the truth. Because if God tells you to go somewhere, you must know that God will defend and protect you. All right, this has been the Christian Boy Podcast. Have a happy Friday. God bless y'all. And relax this weekend. All right, hopefully you enjoyed that episode. And now, if you want to get in contact with me, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. Just search up Christian Boy Podcast and you should find me. Also, you can text me at 662-371-8877 or you can send me an email at mosheakili at gmail.com. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. God bless you and see you on the next one.